You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The Pesach says, not in Parshas Bahar, in Parshas uh, Mishpatim, During the seventh year, Tishmetena unetashta. Tishmetena. We know the word Tishmetena. What does the word Tishmetena mean? Lost in Shemitah. What does Tishmetena mean? And what does Netashta mean? It means this same, basically the same thing. Abandon. abandon. During Shvius, you have to abandon the land. You have to leave the land. Not, it doesn't just mean not work the land. You have to abandon, you have to make the land Shama, you have to leave the land, abandon the land, and now, what do you mean abandon the land? It means it's not yours. And anybody can come. It's interesting, the Pasuk says, Those who are poor of your nation come and eat from your land. During Shemitah, a person has a beautiful um, apple orchard, or he has a beautiful farm with beautiful trees and fruit and vegetables and, 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 and produce. It's not his. It's not yours. And the same thing for karmachal, the zeisecha, tochachayas hasode. Well, basically you have to abandon land. It's hefker. Everybody can come in and, uh, and eat it. Okay? There is a halacha that during the seventh year, you have to abandon your land. If one would not abandon his land and he keep the gates closed and would not let anybody in to enjoy the produce and the fruits, the vegetables of his farm, of his place, of his orchards during the seventh year, he'd be in violation of and what would be the halacha? That fruit, that produce would be called with fall under the category called shamur. What does shamur mean? It's the opposite of shamot. Shamot means make it hefker. Shamur means I didn't make it hefker. So let's say I go into a store and there's a big sign on it and it says come eat, during seventh year it says come eat peros shmurim. What's Peros Shmur mean? Peros that had not been made Hefker. You'd never see that sign. I'm, I'm, it's sort of like a little bit of a joke. A, but, it's, but that's actually, actually, you would see the sign. You know, you know when you'd see the sign? You know when you'd see that sign? You go into a store in Eretz Yisrael, right? And you see a big sign. It says, Peros Shmur, which means Peros that has not been made Hefker. Now, we just said you have to make it Hefker. So what's the halacha of Peros that have not been made Hefker? So that's a machlokas whether, I didn't do the Avera. Someone else did the Avera. Can I eat of Peros Shmurim. Does, does Peros during Shemitah that was not made Hefka become like treif on some level? Is it, are you not allowed to eat it? Is it also Ba'achil? It's Rashi and the Rabbeinu Tam. The Gemara in Sukkah, middle of nowhere, we have a Gemara about uh, buying up uh, Lulav Shal Shviyas and Esrog Shal Shviyas and Sukkah Daf Lamentas. So, when would you ever see that? You know, no one's going out there saying my payros are are we're not why we're not made hefker. Actually, it happens all the time. You know why it happens all the time? Because those who hold of the hetem mechira are basically saying that. For the for those who do not hold of the hetem mechira, otherwise, if you don't hold of the hetem mechira, and then you go into a store and it says these fruits were from the hetem mechira, but you're basically I don't hold of the hetem mechira. So from my perspective, those fruits were. Not made hefker. When you have the hetem mechira, so you can work the land, you can watch the land, you don't have to be mafka the land, you know why? Because the fruits do not have the kedusha of perashvias. It's like chutzlaritz. So if it's like chutzlaritz, so there's no reason to do any of the halachas of shemitah. I don't hold of the hetem mechira. I walk into a store, it says hetem mechira, I say, that's shamor. That, that's shamor. That's, from, it's not shamor. They didn't do anything wrong. It's interesting. They didn't do anything wrong. But according to me, 
I would, I would never do that because I don't hold the Hefta Mechira. So from my perspective, they're Shmurim. From their perspective, they're not Shmurim. So you'll never see the sun pay Rashmur, but you will see the sun had the Mechira. And if you see the sun had the Mechira and you don't hold of the had the Mechira, then there's a whole question, can I eat from the fruits of the had the Mechira? I don't hold of the had the Mechira. Can I eat from those fruits? Well, first of all, can you eat Peiro Shmurim? It was done on purpose. And it's better than Peiro Shmurim. Why? Because Peiro Shmurim means there was no had the Mechira, it's owned by a Jew, and he, he locked off his lands. He did something wrong. Here, I don't hold the had the Mechira, but he does. So, for him, it's not perushmurim. So he didn't do anything wrong. So Noah Vera was, we'd all agree Noah Vera was done. We wouldn't all agree that. Because if you really hope that there's no hetavahira, then you'd say you're doing something wrong. But you have on whom to rely. You have on whom to rely. Right? You have on whom to rely. You can rely on them, right? I think so. No? So can you read from that? So we'll have to get back to that. But I want to just, what you want to discuss is this halacha of hefker. How does this work? So you should know, how, what do you mean, how does it work? How does the halacha that the field, the fruits, of Shemitah have to be made Hefker. Just the fruits, though, not the land. That, not the land. Not the land. The fruits. The fruits. A matter of fact, it matter, right, it means, it means, right, not the land. Not the land. Not the land. Matter of fact, one of the suggestions in the early 19th, in the early 1900s was maybe instead of selling the land to a non-Jew, just be Mafka the land. To Mafka the land, so then maybe there, there also should not be an issue of Shemitah. No, it's not just the fruits. The land is not, is not owned by a Jew. But it's not owned by a guy, but it's also not owned by a Jew. So what happens in that middle state? Is the halacha that land that's owned by a non-Jew removes the Kedusha? Or is it just land that's owned by a Jew has Kedusha? Well, let's say it's not owned by the Jew, but it's also not owned by the non-Jew. So this, the post and the Zechariah, and others uh, thought that this was not correct. It has to be owned by the non-Jew to remove the Kedusha. And that's only if you hold that being owned by an Anjur removes Kedusha, which is totally on the whole sugi of Yeshkin that we just mentioned a few weeks ago. And how would you prevent somebody from taking, uh, taking ownership? Meaning, how, about, how do you stop an, uh, Right. That's, a, that's, a, that's another problem. That's another, that's another issue. That's also true. But that wouldn't help so much. In the early 1900s, they didn't have to worry about that so much, I don't think. If the, if the, if the, if the Anjurs were going to take the land, they'd take it anyway. And if they weren't going to take it, so it didn't matter if it was Hefker or not. But let's understand, this is a major machla. It's a comparable to Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Very comparable. The the the. This is a major discussion. This how Hefka works during Shemitah. It's a major discussion, which is known as the Machlokas between the Mabit and the Shochan Aruch, the Mabit and the Beis Yosef, both contemporaries living in Svas in the 1500s, right? Mid 1500s. The Mabit and Rabbi Yosef Kara have a Machlokas about the nature of Hefka during. Nature of Hefker of Shvius. Let's see this machlokas inside. It's very important, and it's another very important prat in the big sugya of the Hetem Achira. <clears throat> the the Yosef Karo, the Shochan Aruch, the Kesef Mishnah, all the same person. The Beis Yosef wrote a sefer in addition to those svarim called the Avkas Rochel. It's a Shut sefer, Shalos and Shuvas responsa. Simen Chav Beis, Simen Chav Gimel. It's funny, I, I remember when I first read this, I knew the Beis Yosef's position, but I had never read it inside. So I go to the Afkas Roch, and I'm reading this, and it sounds like the exact opposite of the Beis Yosef's position of what I had heard. So this is funny, he sounds like he's taking, I thought maybe he's just taking, you know, the other side, and then he's gonna, you know, he's gonna show why it's wrong. He's just quoting the Mabit in Simichav Beis, Simichav Gimel. In Simichav Dal is when he says his own position. So Simichav Beis, Chav Gimel, you see, I wrote on top, it's from the Mabit. Who's the Mabit? Rabbi Yosef Trani. Rabbi Yosef ben Yosef, Rabbi Moshe ben Yosef, Mabit, 
Mem Beis Yud Moshe Ben Yosef Trani is Tess. Right, so Trani is a uh, in the Ashkenazic world we don't have the name Trani too much, but in the Sephardi world I think it's a pretty popular. The, the Tosfos, the, we have the name in the Ashkenazic world. Italy? Oh, it could be in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny because Matrani might come from Mi Trani. Trani is the name of a city in Italy. So Mitrani, Mitrani became Matrani. Oh, that's probably that's probably correct. The Mabit is from that famous rabbinic family, the Trani family. The 1500s. The Tosfos Rid is Rabbi Yeshaya Ditrani. The, the Rishon Rabbi Yeshaya Ditrani. Yeah. That's the Tosfos Rid. So from that line, from that, if you think that that family, the Trani family, so the, Ma, the Ma'bit had a son, the Ma'arit. Right? So the Ma'bit was Moshe ben Yosef. The Ma'arit is of Yosef Trani. He was named after the grandfather. It's all from the Trani family. So he lives in, um, in, in, in Sfas at the time. And I'll just tell it to you a little bit outside first, because it's always easier, then we'll talk about it inside. The Shaila is as follows. Shaila is as follows. Let's assume for a minute, let's assume for a minute that you hold Ain Kenyan, which is the way most posts can hold, even today in Eretz Yisrael. Ain Kenyan. Ain Kenyan means you sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Ain Kenyan. So it's his, and he owns it, he can, he can build things on it, but, but it, it doesn't affect Trumas and Maestros. Because in Kenyan, the, the Choshen Mishpah does not affect the Yaradeh. The Choshen Mishpah doesn't affect the Yisabeter. The fruits that grow there are still Chayv and Shumas and Maestros. So I'd like to know, so uh, do they have Kedushas Perashviyas also? One more time. You sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. In Kenyan. In Kenyan means everything, it's true, it's yours, but it doesn't affect the halacha of the fruits. So you Chayv and Shumas and Maestros? Yes. Yeah, you buy you buy fruit from from the you buy fruits and vegetables. You buy tua from the non-Jew. You chayven shumas and maestros. Yesh kinyan and hold. You're not chayven shumas and maestros. Ain't kinyan hold. You chayven shumas and maestros. Okay, so would you be? Would there be? Now it's shmita. The land is owned by the non-Jew. Does the fruit have kedusha? What would you say? Yeah, it's it's perashvias. The fruit would have kedusha. Beis Yosef says the fruit does not have kedusha. Fruit does not have kedusha. Why would the fruit not have kedusha? Because the way that the fruit has kedusha is by first being mafkir the fruit. Fruit for it to have kedusha's perashvius has to be in a state of hafkir. Is it in a state of hafkir? No. Why? Why? And the guy was not mafkir. Was it mafkir? Was mafkir the fruit? So it turns out, even if you hold Ain Kenyan, the fruit is not Hefker because the, the non-Jew was not Mafker the fruit. Therefore, this is the follow-up. What's going to happen is as follows. The halacha is that if something has Kedusha, if something is called Pero Shvius, it is Pater from Trumas and Maestros. Pero Shvius are Pater from Trumas and Maestros. Why? That's a good question. The Beis Yosef holds Pero Shvius are part of from Shumas and Maestros because if something is Hefger, it's part of from Shumas and Maestros. Separate halacha. But however, we know that. Only that vua that the Levi, that the Koyim Levi has no Shaykhus to, is Chayef and Shumas and Maestros. But let's say the Levi has a Shaykhus to. How does the Levi have a Shaykhus to? It's Hefger. He can take it just like you can take it. That's not Chayef and Shumas and Maestros. So therefore, Tvua that's owned by a Tvua that's Hefger is part of from Shumas and Maestros. So Beis Yosef says, Pero Shviyas that you buy from a non-Jew during Shemitah, during Shemitah, 
He never made it Hefker. So it's not Peroshvius. If it's not Peroshvius, therefore when you buy it, you are Chayvon Trumas Isn't that interesting? It turns out that according to the base Yosef, Peroshvius, should I say, fruit of a guy during Shemitah is not Peroshvius, but, but you, when you buy it, you are Chayvon Trumas Amaisvis. That's the base Yosef. The Mabit says just the opposite. <clears throat> Land that's owned by a non-Jew ain't Kenyan, the fruit is peroshvius. Why is it? And therefore, since it's peroshvius, the tour that you buy is not chayvim shemus majus. We usually think of the mabit as being the machmir. He's actually the machmir and the mekel. If you hold that the tour that you're buying from the non-Jew is peroshvius, then it's butter from shemus majus. If you hold that it's not peroshvius, then it's chayvim shemus majus. So this was the question. And you should know that the Mabit held very strongly that during the seventh year you buy f- fruit from a from a uh, from a, from a guy. You should not be mafreshumas and maizus. And the Beis Yosef said anybody who is not mafreshumas and maizus and perishmita is in cheirim. Who is this young man who comes in and starts making psakim against the whole bezdin of tzvas? Don't listen. He was on, he was a chavra. He was on the bezdin. Who is this person who comes in? Me zehu, me who zeh shemalani libo to come and paskin against the bezdin. We hold that there's no kedusha peroshvius on fruit that's grown in the non-Jews land during shemitah. You know why? Because it's not hefker. Why is it not hefker? Because it was never mafkerit. No, my bit. What's he going to say to that? Everybody here. I'm going to go over it again. According to the base Yosef, forget ain't kenyan yesh kenyan. If it's owned by the non-Jew, the only way that the fruit can become shviyas fruit is if, if you're mafia the fruit. And he was never mafia the fruit. So therefore, it doesn't have conditions to perish Therefore, if you buy it, you're and shumas and maestros. Now, the Mabit says as follows. You've confused everything. You've confused everything. You, you think that the halach of Hefker is something that you have to do? It's not telling you that a person has to be mafkir as land during Shemitah. You know what it's saying? What's it saying? It's that it's during Shemitah, your land is Hefker. You can stand up with signs saying, my land is not Hefker. I'm not mafkir my land. Stop sign. You cannot come in. Right? And guess what? The land is Hefker. This is the machok. is called Afgasa de Malka. Hefker de Malka. Or Hefker de Baal. Hefka the Adam. What? What do you mean? Yeah, it's automatically Hefka, right? Yeah. Um, uh, during the right, it's everybody says on Chametz Pesach, it's automatically not yours. And then during the sixth hour, pop it, it comes not yours. Here, that's the position of the Mabit. The Mabit says during Hef, during Shemitah, the moment the Shemitah year comes in, all the produce in your land is Hefka. Boom. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it belongs to the Jew, it belongs to the guy. Since we hold Ain Kenyan. So the ownership of the guy does not affect the halacha. So the halacha is that during the seventh year, Hashem says, Hefker the Malka. But I never made it Hefker. Hashem says, it's not, I'm going to make this clear. This is not your land now. This is not your fruit. This is not your produce. This is my produce. Shalihi, Shabbos Lashem. And therefore the fruit is automatically Hefker. Automatically Hefker. So automatically Pero Shviyas. Automatically Pero Shviyas. Automatically not Chayv and Shumas and and the Beis Yosef says, it may be Hefker the Malka, but if we are not maskim, if we don't, this is a funny thing, if we don't agree to Hashem's decree, then it doesn't work. You need a partnership here. 
There's a hefka de malka together with a hefka de adam. And if a person doesn't say, make it clear, I, I don't know if you have to say, I don't know if you have to say it, but, but if a person is not mask him and says, I say that this is hefka and he opens up his field, then it's not hefka. If it's not, that would mean very interesting. Let's say a nine, a, this is very interesting. Let's say a, a Jewish person owns land in Israel and he doesn't, he doesn't hold from Shemitah. He just, he doesn't let anybody into his land. So you know what? It, it's, he did something wrong, but it's not hefka. And maybe he doesn't have conditions to pay Shvius. It's incredible. So it turns out if you don't hold of Shvius, according to them, you haven't been mafkir your land. You just say, I'm not from. I'm not religious. I don't hold of the Torah. I knock off my land. So the opposite happens. You did something wrong, but it turns out your fruit is not pay Shvius. It's crazy. That's the base Yosef's position. And you have to give Trumas and Maestros. Exactly. And the, the Mabit says it's automatically Hefker. Anything that's bought from there is automatically Pater from Jumas and Miserus. This is the Machlokas, the Beis Yosef, and the Mabit. So it turns out, according to, just to take it to, this, to the next level, according to the Beis Yosef, remember, you sell land to a non-Jew. Now, it's, it's, oh, it's owned by the non-Jew. Yeah, but I hold Ein Kenyan. I hold Ein Kenyan. So the Beis Yosef says, that has nothing to do with, yeah, that's, that's important for Jumas and Miserus. But when it comes to Shemitah, there's a second element that you need. And that's that the person has to be mafkir, to be perish And he wasn't, a guy's not mafkir his land. So even if you hold Ein Kenyan, there's still no conditions perish on fruit that's owned by the Nanju. That's why it's important to know this machlok is there. And the Mabit says, first of all, we hold Ein Kenyan. And second of all, it doesn't matter if you mafkir it out, it automatically has conditions perish And therefore, the fruit that's grown in the Nanju's land automatically has conditions perish And therefore, you can't Export it to chutzlaretz. You can't. Um, um, you can't eat it. You can't do business with it in the normal way. You can't eat it in the normal. You can't destroy it in the normal way. You can't throw out leftovers. All those things apply to fruit that's grown in the non-Jews land during shemitah. Let's look inside, and then we'll take a few questions if we'd like. I'm gonna. We'll do a, not not all of it, but we'll do some of it just to get it to get it there. <laughs> We're talking about the growths of the year of Shemitah in the land of a guy. And the Israel bought them before Meruach. I'm going to explain what that means. By the way, it says, Meherav, Kamarina Moshe, Rav Moshe, Trani. You wonder, how come I didn't catch it the first time? It's on the first line. In, 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 the, in the one that, I got this in the Bar-Ilan. The one that I was looking at, it was, it was a little abbreviation. I don't know what I was talking about. And I said, like, Reish Mem Mem Tes. You know, I thought it was some Malach or something, you know. So the Mabit is saying as follows. Now, we said before, we said before, very important, we said before, the fruit's owned by the non-Jew. It's, let's assume it's Peroshmitah. Peroshmitah. I buy it. Am I having from the Maizah or not? It's Peroshmitah. Peroshviz. Somebody that has the status of Peroshviz is Pater or Chayavim from the Maizah. Pater. 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 Right? Let's say it was a, let's say it was the fourth year. Let's say it was the fourth year. Well, it's not Shemitah. I buy it from the non-Jew. What's the Allah? Chayav. In Kenyan. If I buy from the non-Jew during the fourth year of the Shemitah. So, Ain Kenyan says it doesn't affect Shemitah and So I buy it. It's Chayif. That's only if the Goy did not do something called Meruach. Meruach Goy. Meruach Goy means 
it's true that the growths that grow in the land of the guy during the any year is still chayv and shumas and As long as the guy separate halacha, as long as the guy doesn't process and complete the process of the manufacturing of this particular produce. I don't know if you call it manufacturing, the processing of the produce. So, what does Meiruach mean? Meiruach means, for, let's say, for Tfu, the Gemara, the Mishnayis and Maestros, in the beginning of Maestros, have three or four Mishnayis explaining. For different fruits, there are different uh, um, parts, uh, different, um, stages, different stages, which would say, that's the final stage where, if a guy would do that, it would be Meiruach. It's cool. We call it Meiruach because that's the state of the smoothing out of the Tvua. When it comes to Tvua, but, um, so the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, Tvua Mishim Areach, from the time of Meiruach. And if you don't do Meiruach, then there's a different stage. So we call the final stage Meiruach, even though for different fruits and for different um, um, vegetables, there's going to be different stages. We call it Meiruach. If the Goy does Meiruach, then for sure everybody holds its pot. If it's grown, if it grows in the gland of the guy and I buy it before Meiruach, then I'm chayv, because ain't Kenyan. But if, I, if the guy does Meiruach, then it's potter. Why? Because Meiruach guy is potter. It's Machbogas. And the Gemara, we hold Meiruach guy is potter. So that's why he's asking here. Nishal, nishal me'imadi, aliyin gedulei shnas ha-shmita b'karka guy, v'locham Yisrael called the Meiruach. The Yisrael did Meiruach. Because if the guy did Meiruach, then it's always potter. That, that's for sure. The Yisrael did Meiruach. Im chayv and maestros. Are you chayv and maestros? What he's basically asking, are you chayv and maestros if, if, if the Jew did Meiruach, during the rest of the seven-year cycle, of course he'd be chayv and shomas ha because we hold in Kenyan. What about Shemitah? What's the Shiloh? Shemitah, Pera Shemitah, are part of Shemitah's Shemitah's period. Even if the Jew does Meruach. So what's the halach here? Yeah, but this is not Pera Shemitah. It's in the land of the guy. Well, that we have to figure out. Does fruit that grows in the land of a guy have the dinner? Pera Shemitah? So the Mabit says, V'haisalem Tshuvasi, V'haisalem Tshuvasi, it's about the third paragraph in Shut Avkas Rocha from the Mabit, Ki ein shum chiv be'eret Yisrael lahafrish ma'isos b'shnas ha'shmitah. There's no chiv to be mafrish from us and ma'isos during the year of shmitah. From for certainly if it's the fruit that's owned by a Jew, but if it's the fruit that's owned by a guy. Even if the Jew does the final stages, the final processing, it is part of from shumas and ma'isos. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.